Gerbikian's back, okay? Welcome back to the CA Power Players podcast. Every single Tuesday, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, we drop one. Today, we got a special super power player in the house, Greg Gerbikian, the Medicare rock star. Dude's shot like 48,000 hours of video since he's been here the last couple days. No, it's been, you know, it's, 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 you get kind of used to it, though. It's, you know, it's, yeah. you know when you start, when you start, we talked about uh, a little bit earlier about momentum, and just when you get momentum, yes. you just got to keep you yeah, keep going. that's yeah. what I like about you is 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 dude, you you see something and then you really commit and you just go all in, right? Like we talked about three feet from gold this morning in the meeting. Yep. Um, I want to really cater this episode to phone sales tips, perfect for, for agents. When it comes to phone sales, this dude is the freaking rock star in the space. Okay, like he is, and he's gonna share some stuff that we should do. We should just like I should have at least paid you to sit there today because of the value you're about to give. Okay, and I've got it. $300 bills over here. So depending how well he does, we'll see. Okay. Um, I can tell you though, he's gonna drop some nuggets. He's gonna drop some gold. I do want to promote his book, sell the, sell the Problem, Not the Solution. You can get it on Amazon. I saw you can get the paperback for like 13 bucks or yeah, something, 12, right? Yeah. You can get, the, you can get the, the audio for, or the Kindle for like four or $5, right? Which is yep. cool. Um, so check it out, Sell the Problem, Not the Solution. Why, it's got a big old phone on the front. Dude's always talking about phone, right? He's always talking about phone sales. Um, why? this book in relation to phone sales like why did you write this because you've been selling you've been doing the phone thing for so I, I, a long time correct I mean, I, i've done phone sales as well as you know as well as in person so you know we yes. had that conversation yesterday about is it easier to sell over the phone or is it easier to sell in person and you know in person obviously you're able to see the facial recognition you're able to see you know yes. uh you know their body language yeah. but what i've learned though is this is in phone sales you can do the exact same thing that's the crazy mm. thing is that you can do the exact same thing in phone sales. So, yep. you know, I was That's very- kind of a myth. So I'm glad you're bringing a, that up. Yeah, it, it, it's an most absolute, people. Because you know why? It's because in phone sales, the problem is, is that most salespeople treat it as a transaction. Yeah. And in person sales, it's not always treated as a transaction because it's very personal because you're in front of somebody, you're That's talking true. to them, you're trying to engage with them. You know, it's sometimes a little bit harder for them to walk away because mm -hmm. you're in person. Yeah. Um, but you can do the exact same thing in phone sales though, is you don't make it a transaction. It's yes. a relationship. And so, you know, what I did, and we talked about a little bit yesterday is that, you know, if you're to be successful in phone sales, you have to view that other person as a real person. And that's the key to phone sales. I mean, it's, I, I can't make it any more simple cool. than that. Like, I mean, if I'm talking to you over the phone, Cody, I'm trying yeah. to visualize who you are. Yes. I'm trying, I'm trying to visualize what you look like. I'm trying to, you know, that's what a whole color, nother level. It, it's a whole nother level. And that's, that's yeah. that rock star mindset. So you ask why the book it's, it's having that rock star mindset of being able to yes. visualize who you're actually talking to. And I, we talked about yesterday. I mean, it, yeah. it'd be interesting to see if I was talking to you over the phone, I'd never met you before. I'm curious. What would I see? But you know what, you know what I would see though? I would listen to your voice. Yeah. And that's the key. Cause I, as you listen to somebody's voice and I've said this before and it's, you know, it's not an arrogance thing because it took time to develop it, but I could tell within 30 seconds of a phone call if I could close that individual. So mm -hmm. I always preface it by you saying- You could close me all day, bro, by the way. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, closing and selling somebody is, is, is two different things, you know? Yes. Closing somebody is the idea of being able to get them to continue the conversation. So I do, right. you know, I have a whole thing on my Medicare Rockstars page about objections, because I think that's the biggest thing in phone sales is that in order to be a rock star salesperson, mm -hmm. you have to be able to overcome objections. Where do most objections come at the beginning of a phone call? Yeah. Because it's not in person. So you have to be able to overcome those things. So when I say 
can I close the person yeah. within 30 seconds? I would know within 30 seconds if I could close you. Now, do I have enough information to know if I can sell you? That's a whole different story. Ooh. Because I haven't Got moved it. over into the qualification stage. Yes. I'm You're still, still in what you call the connect. The, yep, the connection stage. Yeah. The compartment of connection. So, the, you know, we talked about it yesterday is that there's four compartments to me. Connection is the first compartment. The second compartment is qualification. Yep. Third compartment is the presentation performance. Yep. And the last compartment is the close. So in order to be successful, you got to really master that first compartment, which is the Good. connection part. Yes. So during the connection part, I'm listening to Cody's voice. I'm trying to visualize who he is. And I'm listening intently to every word he says, how he responds back to me. Yes. What he says. If Cody's like, uh, 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 well, uh, yeah. I'm like, okay, Cody's unsure of himself right now. Mm. Okay. Which, which part of those, out of those four, do most agents that are working the phones struggle with the most? They struggle with the first one. Connection. The connection. Yeah. Yep. Because their their mind is already going into the qualification stage or the presentation stage. Yes. They're already thinking of features and benefits of selling something to somebody, and they're already in the third compartment. And when you do that, you're, you're, you're going to lose. You yeah. cannot be consistent that way. That's a very transactional type of sale, and it's just not going to work. Yes. I mean, you'll get sales. Right. Because you'll get the, the right... Lightning will hit. You got the right person, right time, right everything. Sure. Somebody will buy something because sure. you know you were the seventh, eighth person that called them and told them the same company that other people had told them. So yeah, is, is a lot of it timing? Um, no, I don't okay. think so. Good, absolutely not. Good. No, it's not timing at all. And you yeah. know, one of the things that you know, one of the things I talk about in you know in in um, in the objection when you're getting objections is that yeah. there, there's two forms of there's two ways to respond to an objection. There's yes. there's the logical way. And there's the emotional way. Yes. So what I always do is when you're getting an emo when you're getting a, an objection over the phone, yep. Is the first way that you respond to that objection, you, you respond logically. Yeah. Okay. Because you want to just move that conversation forward. You, you just want a quick logical thing. Let's let's move forward. If the first response doesn't work, guess what do you got to do? You got to mm. go to the emotion. You have to go to the emotion at that point. Yes. And that's where. That's where, if you want, you know, where, where does success come for me? It was understanding that 85% of buying is emotional. That's it. 15% mm. is logical. So you, you want to hear the big boom right now. Yeah. Okay. Here's the big boom. Is that why do I lead logically in an objection response versus emotional? Because what I say, 85% is emotional. Yes. 15% is what? Logical. Yes. So why am I going to respond back initially logically when that's only 15% versus 85% emotional. Why do we do that? So here's why. Because I'm not trying to close you on the objection. I'm just trying to move the conversation forward. Yes. I don't have enough information. I don't have enough of a connection with you. So that's I'm just good. trying to quickly, logically, because I need something in my back pocket. Yes. I always talk about it, you know, I talk about it during trainings all the time. And I view it like, a, like, like arrows in a quiver. If you unload all of your errors out of the quiver, guess what? No more errors. <laughs> You're in trouble. Yeah. You got nothing out back there. So I'm going to leave the most important arrow at my disposal so that I'm able to protect myself and be able to go ahead and move forward and be a killer. Yes. A sales killer. Yes. Um, yes. So I wanted to lead logically on the first response. And if that moves it forward, great. I'm good. Right. You know, because I'm just trying to move the conversation forward. I'm not trying to go ahead and. You're not yes. going to say something, you know, you come out with me in a, an objection. I'm not going to say some magical word and you're going to go, 
wow, that's great. What do you have to, what do you have to sell? I want to buy it right now. Done. I'm in. But most sell people think that way. Yeah. Because they try to close them. They want the perfect phrase. They want the perfect phrase, phrase to go ahead and close them on the initial objection. Yes. And so I'm trying to change that mindset. You don't close that's them That's a good way. point. So instead of trying to close them immediately, what you're really trying to do is just literally bypass, you probably have a different word, and keep okay. them on the phone. Yep. Just move. I'm just trying to yeah. move the conversation forward. Yeah. Because guess that's what? Good. As long as you're talking, what's happening? I still have a chance. Correct. You know? Yeah. It goes back to that dumb and dumb reverie. I still have a chance. Tell me I have a chance. Tell me I have a chance. That's right. Yes. Um, that's that's so, the 250,000 IOO. You know, IOU. You're going to hold on to that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's good. Well, which objection do you think agents struggle with the most um, early in a call? Um, I'm curious what, I, I, what you guys are, are, are thinking, by the way, too. You Feel free to comment and let us know, you know, or share this and let us know what you're thinking would be your biggest objection. And let's see if Greg hits it right here. Okay. So I, I think the biggest one that sales agents struggle with is the, I don't have time for this. Can you call me back later? Mm. That's the biggest one. I, I Because you know what? Because I think generally human beings, when you get them on the phone, don't want to be rude. We don't yeah. want to be rude to people. You no. know, I think inwardly, every one of us have, you know, you know, have a soft spot. Yeah. That's where the emotional comes in. You know, yes. I've been able to, to turn around some of the, 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 the most stubborn, most nasty individual. Why? Because I was the greatest salesman or I was the greatest, you know, no, because I, I was able to tap into that person's emotion. Yes. And that's the key. So um, I think when somebody says, can you call me back later? Yeah. The agent goes, well, they're giving me a chance. Yes. They're not saying no. They're yeah. giving me a chance. Okay. What, what do you think of that? Naturally, when you hear that. It's an absolute blow off. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because you would have picked up the phone if you didn't have time. Correct. So what happened was- I they, love that, by the way. Yeah. You want to, you want to pick up the phone. Um, so it, it goes back to, you know- uh, I'll tell you a quick little story, okay. uh, but let me let me answer that objection real quick because you know yes. most agents will go ahead and what they'll do is they'll go okay they'll initially go to okay what time's better to call you back. So what did I just do, Cody, when I said that? What did I just say when I said? I mean, you what just gave them all the control and 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 realized the call's over. You kind of admitted defeat, really. Right, but I also did something even more important. What's up? Is I went ahead and said my time's not valuable. Hmm, that's good. My yeah. time's not valuable. Yeah. Whenever you okay. want. Yeah. So That's you know, if, if if I if if I called and this this might this might be a bad a bad thing, but you know if you know if um if if I were to if the the president of the United States were to call me, that might yes. be a bad bad example. Okay. But what I say what I say to that person, or somebody in high high power. Okay. Let's maybe use somebody else. Somebody yeah. in high power, but, but to that extent. Okay. Right. If they were to call me, would I say I, I don't have time for this right now? Can you, can hmm. you call me back later? No. I uh, no, that's not happening. Yeah. You're, you're lucky to have me on the phone with you yeah. right now. You know what my time is worth. You know what? Right. I mean, I just called you out of the blue. So, you know. It wouldn't matter if you loved or correct. the president so, so, or not. So, so, so you're right. So any any president You'd that listen. would call you, whether you agreed with them or not, you're still going to take the call. Correct. And you're still going to respect the office. Yes. No matter what it is. 100%. Okay. Um, so 100%. in that in that aspect of it, because I've seen that happen too, and I've seen other things where, you know, a president calls somebody that did not like that person, but Correct. they still were respectful totally. because of the office. Totally. So that's what you have to be as a, as a, as a salesperson too. Yes. When, you know, Dylan didn't realize this, that this episode was going to get so political. That's good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now you would, Dylan. You're right. That's you're good. right. You know, so, but, um, so in that aspect of it is when, you know, I looked at it from this standpoint is this, and this is, 
you know, this is looking at, you know, a whole different mindset, it's a whole different level. And that this yes. is where the book goes into it and why I wrote that book was yep. because you have to take yourself to a different mindset. Mm. Cause there's a lot of opening acts out there. There's a lot of yes. lounge acts, okay? Yes. There's very few rock stars. And if I can turn one person into a rock star because of that book, I've done my job. Yeah. Okay. I hope it, I hope it's a lot more. Okay. Yeah. But if I can change, so it's going to an aspect of, so when somebody would call me and somebody would tell me they didn't have time. Okay. I went on a whole different level and here it is. This is going to blow your audience away. Okay. Let's do this. I would say to myself, the universe sent me this person for a reason. Mm. I can't dismiss it. So if I dismiss it, I was telling the universe that they were, that, that, that they didn't matter. And so I looked at every call that way, and that's really making it a unique experience. That yeah. comes down to the, the whole rock star mindset. What, you know, yeah. what does a rock star do? Are they, some of these rock stars out there, are they the greatest singers on the planet? No. No. They put on an extremely unique experience yes. that changed it. Okay, yes. so I looked at every phone call as a unique experience. So that allowed yes. me not to look at it as a transaction. Yes. It made me look at it as a personal thing. Yeah, because you bring up a good point. Because if, if they could be the greatest singer in the world, but if they just sit there on a bar stool and they never move and they're not entertaining, I don't want to sit there. No. You know, no yeah. matter how good they are at singing, they've got to keep me entertained. You're going to walk out. Yes. And that's the same thing in phone sales. Yeah. Because guess what? If you're not if you're not making a you are not making that call unique to you, yes. then at that point going forward, um, you're, 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 they're they're gonna walk out. They're gonna walk out. Yeah. And so you've got to engage that person. So when I looked at was this: is anybody that anybody that picked up the phone that talked to me, okay? I would tell myself this: the universe just sent me this person for a reason. I don't know what it is. Okay. It could be that they need help. Yes. But it could be something even more than that. You ready? Mm. Couldn't be to make me better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I always say this: my greatest sales calls I've ever had are the ones I've never closed. How powerful mm. is that? How powerful is that? That is powerful. You know, because you'd think the opposite. You'd think the opposite. The yeah. greatest sales phone calls I've ever had the ones I yes. never ever closed because what I did was after that phone call ended, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday, I reverse engineered the phone call. Yep. I said to myself, where did I go wrong? When that person picked up the phone and said, I don't have time for this, and then they hung up the phone. I started thinking to myself, what could I have said mm. to have kept them on that phone for a couple of seconds longer? And then I would work on it. Yeah. Next time that happened, I'd be really quick, and then it would work. And then yes. I would start using it more and more and more. Yeah. And so that, you know, the, the look at every phone call as, as, as the universe basically yeah. sending you somebody to either help out right. or to make you better. There was one thing you said one time that I loved when someone was like um, really upset at the beginning, they're about to hang up and you said, hang on, shh, 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 sh shut your mouth. Just, just, <laughs> just kidding. He didn't say yeah. that, but that would be freaking hilarious if he did. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's a stepbrothers thing. I like that one. <laughs> I saw a picture of that last night. Someone was like, uh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I'm a movie guy. So yeah. No, I, I, I do that with my wife sometimes. I'm like, you know, shut your mouth. No, shut your mouth. <laughs> and, and she she knows what I'm talking about, or else I get slapped and punched across. Yeah, the face. exactly. But, yes, but, yes. Um, and she knows you're but, kidding. But, but you have to have a little humor too when you're doing it. You, know? you so do. It's, it's, and it's, you seem you, on that note, you brought something up last night on our Rising Stars Mastermind. Okay, that's a private coaching call we do every Monday. You need to be on that if you're not. Greg was one of our co-hosts of that last night because I'm bringing industry leaders and rock stars on that every Monday. And he, you talked about um, ha getting someone to laugh. 
Yep. Getting someone that emotional connection. And you know, if I can get them to like laugh or chuckle, or I can help the emotional bond a little bit, there's a really good chance I'm going to help this person. Correct. Yep. And that's, you know, that's, that's the key. So, I mean, it just, yeah. it's trying to find that, you know, that. It's not about that, product knowledge at all with that either. No, no. That's I mean, what's you, cool. And, and, you know, I, I'd say some of the stupidest jokes sometimes, I'd be like, that was so stupid. And then they would, <laughs> they, they would chuckle because they were probably like, yeah, that was really stupid. Yeah, was that dumb. was it. Yeah. That's all I needed was just that, you know, that, you know, it, it's that, it comes down to now, now, now that you're a, a movie person, I can't remember yeah. what movie it was where he walks up and says, you know, you know, you know, how much does a polar bear weigh? I think it was Wedding Crashers. Oh, I um, love I think, wedding crashers. I think he walks and goes, how, how much does the polar bear weigh? And he goes, enough to, enough to break the ice. <laughs> it shakes the that's hand, you know? right. You know? I think that is yeah. that so, so that, you know, that's so oh. stupid. But guess what? You're laughing. I'm I laughing because it's so stupid. Dylan's smiling back it's there. so stupid. When we start so, getting movies involved. He's yeah. going to want to jump on, so, on the so, mic too. So somebody's being rude to you. Like, you could do something that stupid. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a quick question. How much does the polar bear weigh? talking about dude like I, I i'm trying to get you off of my phone call like what we i'm like hey man cody just just enough to break the ice so yeah hey, I, you know and, and then boom you go right into it and then all of a sudden That's they're so still good. talking it's like then all of a sudden That's like this, so good. this guy is cool this girl is cool i don't yeah i don't know if i'm buying from them yet but Yes. This guy's kind of cool. This girl's kind of cool. I'm going to keep that conversation going. That's you know? really so what just, you're trying to do with an objection, by the way, is you're just, just trying to get them to continue on the call. That's it. Almost get them to forget they even had an objection. Right? Correct. And that's the same thing with some humor because that happens. And the last thing they're going to think is, I told him I wasn't interested. No, they're going to be like, this dude, what is going on here? They would be confused. It would almost, hit, it would almost like the, throw them back. But, but it's a good thing because correct. it's... It's gonna take their mind off of what's going on. So you know. So so I, I learned this. You know, when I first got into sales, you know, you know, yeah. a, a guy that I kind of credit for, you know, helping me in my sales career. You know, um, he was bipolar. Mm. Okay, so he was he he was he was off. Wow. And so you know, when he took his medication, he was okay. But there's a lot of times, and you know, when we deal with people that are bipolar, yeah. that a lot of times when they start doing good, it's just any type of you know any type of issues that you, when you right. think you're doing good. Yeah. Um, and it might lead into something else here for us. But when you think you're doing good, then you stop doing what you should be doing. Yes. Okay. Um, and I, I, I did a whole video yesterday about not being comfortable in sales. Yeah. Because when you're doing good, you get comfortable. Yes. And what do you do? You start telling your mind that you're quitting and mm. you don't realize it. And that's the key thing is being able to realize that, you know, when I start getting comfortable, what yes. I'm telling my body is that I'm quitting. And guess what? I might not realize that I'm doing it. But he was so off that like he would say some of the most stupidest things and it would work. And then I, I was like, okay, that that's working for him. I would, he's crazy, but mm -hmm. he's selling like a machine. It's because he was able to connect with people so with humor. And then- How you does know, someone get better at connection? So if they're like, man, I'm kind of awkward. Mm -hmm. I'm an introvert. I'm not really good at making people laugh. I'm yep. not that funny. Like they're telling all themselves, which isn't good either. You're telling all themselves yep. this, right? But how do they get better at connecting with others? Practice, okay. practice. And that, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. So something that I, I've done even around you and yeah. I've got a couple other your your people here. I, yesterday, that's right, so, Greg. So, so somebody somebody beat me. To, I think Landon actually beat me to it. Is that I one way that someone can get can get um, can get better? So that was a great question you just asked. Yes. So how can somebody get better? start addressing everybody that you run to by their first name because that now starts changing the conversation so greg that's a really good point ex example because that'll get you out of the, that'll get you out of your comfort zone because guess yeah. what you get in an elevator with somebody what do we typically normally do we get in the elevator we kind of look at the floors hi how are you doing 
then we just yeah go on basic or basic have a good day yep have a good day please no. leave asap every yep exactly so this morning getting in the elevator coming down yep. um you know the girl that was in the elevator you know, I, I just i jumped in there her name was uh, was trisha and uh you know I, I jumped in the elevator and i could have just sat there going down mm. four floors and going good morning good morning yes walked out nothing so i found out in that conversation with her she's from iowa she's here on business mm. but she's not here on business she works remote her boyfriend is here on business so she's here with her boyfriend got it so we talked about it and i said yeah i said i'm, I'm here for a couple of days i'm actually going down towards nashville today and you know when we walked out you know she went her way she said hey have a, have a great great trip i'm like you too i'm like that's oh, cool. well, not you too but you know we normally always do that you too yeah you know, we say flight. You too. We do. <laughs> We're like, I'm not even flying. Yeah, yeah I'm flying. No, it's not. So yeah, someone in the restaurants, you know, like just yep. um, yeah, safe safe drive home. Yep, yeah, you too. You too. <laughs> like I just started my shift. Yeah, I live next. I live next door. Um, yeah. But but so that's how you get good at breaking the ice. Start because it's 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 uncomfortable. Yeah. Because guess what? Getting in the elevator this morning, it was early. You know. Did you have your coffee yet? I did have I did have my coffee. I was at the gym this morning, so I had all okay. that stuff. So I had the energy going too, which was great. That's but, you great. know, but yeah. um that helps a lot yep. too. That, it, that makes the comfortability factor, the awkwardness that much easier. Right. Once my energy's moving. Yep. Whenever I get in an elevator, I always I always I always engage with the person. Just and it's and it's and it's not it's it's to get me out of my comfort zone too. Yeah. It's also training you because I had a manager tell me like a decade ago, maybe longer, when you get within six feet of someone, yep, warm them up. You have he to. said, practice that and you'll get really good at sales. 100%. Feeling. If you can 100%. do that, you'll become a master. And it's weird. I'll be walking down an aisle in a grocery store and I'm like, I didn't say anything. Like I'll catch myself, Correct. right? Because it's so ingrained in me now. It's ingrained because, you know, I, I think uh, because it's, it, it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Think about it. It's uncomfortable. Well, you, everybody, um, well everybody thinks I'm going to say the wrong thing. I'm gonna look like an idiot. It's like they yep. don't they don't know me anyway. Who cares? Right. Or they may find it hilarious. So you know? so one one of the things that I've found is it, it it's really it's so uncomfortable and is when somebody doesn't have a name badge on. Mm. Asking them for their name. And I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be uncomfortable. So just I'm laying it out there. But it's so awesome. Do you say like, hey, I'm Greg, what's your name? Or how do you approach that? I, I just ask them what their name is. Cool. Hey, let, let me ask let me ask you a question. What what's your name? Just Boom. Let me ask you a question. What's your name? Boom. And you'll you'll have somebody stop for a second, like they like that though. But but they're but but, but some some are weirded out. Okay. Some are, some are weirded out. That's some I can are, see that. Some are weirded out. So it's a random so, stranger. So, correct. So like you know, you know so they're like, um, what? And, but they'll but they'll always say it. Yeah. But then guess what? You got to repeat it back. Is that something you, you would? Oh, you, I've seen you do that to the waitress at the sushi correct. joint before by the way mm -hmm. right just up the street Haruno I've seen you do that yep. and but but I'll, I'll do she, it and she was in a horrible mood I thought she was going to break down at the table and before you know it Greg's got her smiling and laughing he said her name 4,000 times and yep. he, it's like he's built a connection with this with this chick and I'm over here thinking they need to fire her well, but what's funny is Greg went out of his way to help her and I guarantee she had a better day after he left which was really cool because I learned something at that moment I'm like dude I'm thinking ah I'm always recruiting when I'm in, when I'm in, when I'm local at restaurants. Yep. So I'm like, yeah, I would never hire this chick. This is horrible, right? What, what is going on? Well, she had a lot going on personally in Correct. her life. You don't know what's going on. I just need to be human and realize, hey, it's not always perfect, you know. 100%. And so you went out of your way to really help her have yep. a better day, which is really cool, by the way. It's a big lesson there. Yep. And and, and, uh, even, and I liked you ever since. E e e by the way, e e even even when somebody's opened the door for you. Yeah. 
don't just say thank you. Ask them what their name is. Yeah, it, that's because awesome. that's where I'm talking about the awkwardness is. So I'm just holding the door open for you. Yes. And we're and we're walking out. You know, what do we normally say? Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, you know. Sir. Yeah. You know, I, I'll I'll go a step further. Hey, man, I, I, I appreciate that. I said, well, what's your name? Um, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Man, it was, it, was, it was great meeting you. Do you think people are awkward because they're like, is this person trying to sell me something in a second? Or like, what's going on? Like, they, like they're, they're, they do get a slightly There's, defensive if it's like a stranger asking for their name. I don't know why, but. Because they, because I, I think it, I think it's two things. I think, yeah. I think you're, you hit the nail on the head. What is this person trying to sell me? Yep. Okay. But I think the other reason is because nobody does it. Mm. Nobody does it. Yep. So if nobody does it, it's 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 different. It's awkward. It's, it's, it's not. It's you know. It's not. I don't have a name badge on. So think about if somebody were to come up to me and I'm I'm holding the door for somebody. Yeah. I'm holding the door for you, and you're walking out and you go, hey, thank you. I say, hey, well, what's your name? Uh, it's Greg. Thanks, Greg. It was nice meeting you. Have a good day. Oh, you too, man. Have a good day. You know. But I oh. might even do that. Yeah. I might do because nobody does that for me. When I when I hold the door up from somebody, somebody doesn't say, hey, what's your name? Like, hey, thank you. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. Goodbye. But that's mm. where, guess what ends up happening? We live in a transactional state of mind. Yeah, yeah, it's And very, I'm trying not to be a transactional state of mind. I'm trying to be in a relationship. It's just trained. You're doing the same thing same instead thing of changing over. up the flow a little bit. That's Correct. cool. So um, that's dude, how, how good has this been, by the way, those who are listening? Because I could talk to you all day. It's been we, phenomenal. We My pilots texted me about the uh, uh, plane Thank I'm fixing to go jump yep. on to Nashville. Um, how can they, I mean, you've, how can they learn more about you? Have you got the book, Sell the Problem, Not the Solution? So I've, I've, got, I've, got, I've got the book, uh, Sell the Problem, Not the Solution on Amazon. So go yep. on Amazon, just type in. YouTube channel. I have, a, I, have a, I have a big, well, a growing YouTube channel right now called Medicare Rockstars. So go yep. on, you know, go on to YouTube, type in Medicare Rockstars and then subscribe to the channel. You're going to be doing um, an event next year. Yep. Um, most likely. Most likely. Put it out there. Um, and then uh, they can join my Facebook group as well, Medicare Rockstar. So again, oh. I know you deal with a lot of insurances, so it's not just Medicare. It's you know I'm really focusing more on the the, the totally. sales the sales side of it because you know the sales side. So yes. uh, let me end with this because you know, I I, me I mentioned it during the uh, the conversation is this is that because we're talking about phone sales and I want to leave on a, on a high note on the phone sales. So um, my life changed in phone sales with what I call get off the roof. Okay, and here's what happened. When I got out of college, I started selling for the online education for architects and engineers. Okay. And so back then, everybody went to conferences. You had to go three or four days at a stuffy hotel room to listen to boring speakers talk about architect and engineering stuff to satisfy your units. I mean, now yeah. we can do our 24 hours in a couple minutes online, right. okay? Right. So this was kind of like the new evolution of being able to do it online not doing it through a conference. And yes. so some people were still, it was still new to them, okay? Yeah. So I remember talking to this individual and he picks up the phone, he was a Florida contractor. We have this great conversation. And I, you know, at that time we were taking credit cards to, to, to so I asked him for his credit card and he goes, you're gonna have to call me back later. <laughs> my credit card is in my car. Oh man. Okay. So all of us, you know, he said, I'm sorry, back up a second. He says, I'm on a roof right now. Mm. He goes, you're gonna have to call me back later. My credit card is in my car. We just talked about heights. So I'm sitting there going, oh, time out. My mind all of a sudden said, time out. You're on a roof right now. And you answered a phone call for somebody you didn't know. And you spent the entire time talking to said individual on the phone and didn't hang up. I'm like, I would have never answered this phone call. If it wasn't my spouse or somebody I knew, I'm not yeah. answering the phone on, on a roof. roof, I'm gonna wait till I get off the roof and find yeah. out what that was. 
um, or I'll wait for a voicemail if it was an emergency from somebody. Right. But I'm not going to answer the phone and then have a whole conversation on top of a roof. That's insane. But I never knew that he was on the roof. So when he said wow. that to me, my brain went, wait a minute, you're on a roof? You've been talking this entire time on a roof? No, no, no. This ain't going down like this. Mm. So literally, words came out of my mouth. I said, I, next thing I said, do me a favor. I always like that line, do me a yeah, favor. Yeah, because everybody wants to do people a favor. Yeah, it's good. Do me a favor. Go to the edge of the roof, climb down that ladder. I gave him like step by step instructions. It was hilarious. Like, I mean, looking back now, I mean, this is exactly how it went. Get to the edge of the roof, climb down your ladder, go to your, go to your car, and grab your credit card and let's get this done. And I shut my mouth. Literally everybody in the call center, there was about 12 people there. I literally like almost like the whack-a-mole. They all like popped their head out. Like, it's one of these Belfort moments. Yeah, with, it, it with was a Belfort. selling it, those it, penny stocks. It was, a, it was an absolute Belfort moment. So I mean, yeah, yeah you're 100% correct. I mean, yeah. everybody's looking, I could hear the whispers. Did Greg just tell somebody to get off the roof? Like, did that just happen? Like, and I'm sitting in my mind go, did you just say that? I'm like, yeah, you know. And he comes back and he goes, did you just tell, and the tone of voice gets, gets angry. Did you just tell me to get off the roof? I said, that's exactly what I told you to do. I said, you need a break right now, but more importantly, you need to get this thing done. I said, get down there, get your credit card. I said, by the time you get home tonight, I said, this will all be loaded into your, your system. I said, if you have any questions, call me. I'll send you an email as well. But let's get this done now. And I shut my mouth. And the next words would sound like minutes, you know, hold on one second. <laughs> and went and got it. And that phone call changed my life. Yes. Because I'm like, you know what? Get off the roof. If yeah. somebody spent the time on the phone, do everything you can to get them off that roof. Yes. But most agents would go, "Oh, we had a great conversation. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. no problem. Let, let let let's call. Let's let me call you back at two o'clock." You know what that makes me think of? I, I, something I used to teach on was, you ask early, but you tell late, right? And what you just did is is you you told. No, because you didn't ask, which I love. Because my mind was like, you know what? In two hours, you're going to forget who I am. Yeah, we got to have guts to do that because that's so good. Because because he might start rationalizing his head. You know what? I don't want to do this online stuff. You know, I'll just go to another conference. You know what? I'll, maybe I'll do it next time. Our yeah. brain starts doing that. And then he never answered the phone. He calls or call him back. He goes, no, I thought about it, man. I got my boys are going to this conference. There's a I good chance go. of that. 100% chance. You yeah. know, and I wouldn't be surprised about it. But here's where the mindset goes even further. Yep. Did I save that guy's life? No. We don't know. Maybe. Because maybe, and I, I, I don't know if I talk about it in the book or not, but maybe that was the last straw for his wife. Mm. Maybe him going to that conference, like he had just been away from her or the family so long yep. that that was it. Like that was the last True. straw. And I just saved a marriage. I don't know. Maybe he was going to go to that conference and cheat on his wife. And she found out that ended a marriage. The possibilities are endless, but that's where your mind goes. That's where you're like, no, this is the right thing for you to do. The time is now. You have me on the phone. We got to get this done right now. Yes. And it's not like trying to bully somebody because you got the right thing for them. Yeah. And that's it. So that, that, that's, my get off, that's my get off the roof story. And we can kind of leave, I love it, it. leave it at that. But, uh, but Get uh, off the roof is going to get us off the get, podcast. Get off the roof. I love yeah, that. So we're going to get off the podcast right now. I love that. So. Thanks, Boom. man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. Okay. Love it. Check out Greg Rubicki. And thank you for listening to another CA Power Players podcast dropping every Tuesday, 8 a.m. Central Center time. I can't promise the next guest will be as good as Greg. But either way, we'll see you on the next one.